0: When all I feel is fear inside, I don't wanna open up my eyes. Lord, I know I'm nothing at all. When I'd rather do anything than open up my mouth and speak. Deep in my heart I hear you call. And silence is the warmest place to hide. Would you give me courage and bless the words of this speaking wise? Hi guys, it's Mandy with the Speaking Wife Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. I hope that you've had a really good last couple of weeks since it's been a couple since I've got to sit down and record. But I'm excited to talk to you because I think I have really figured something out. I'm going to just drop a truth bomb on you guys in this episode. I hope you're so ready. No, I'm teasing. Y'all know me. You know that just about anything that I talk about, I feel like has already been discussed. And I think that most people could cover it much better than I could. But this is what's been on my heart and my mind for the past couple of weeks. So I wanted to kind of talk about it today and hopefully get some of your thoughts on it and some things that help you. Because I know that this is something that we are all dealing with and it's not something that is just sporadic with one individual here and then one individual in another community. But from everyone that I have spoken with and things that I've observed, we're all dealing with this this issue and I've been trying to figure it out. I've been trying to kind of pick things apart and be perceptive and be a little bit more intentional in what I'm looking at instead of just moving at what feels like blinding speed with all of the demands of every day. But one thing that I've noticed is that there's this crash happening a lot, especially with women. We'll just talk about women right now because that's one of what I am. And so with women, we get to these places where we just completely fall apart. And I know that a lot of it is because we're only human, because I've talked about that before. We can only carry so much and... We are just one body, one heart, one mind, and we only have so much capacity. And so, as I've been watching this trend that just seems to be getting worse and worse, I've been looking and thinking, you know, there has to be something different that's going on. Something has changed or shifted in the past 100 to 200 years, especially in the past 50 years or so. What has changed so much? that has caused such a spike in the just the weariness and the discouragement and the overwhelmness of so many of us and I feel like that the biggest answer I have come up with is community and this is something that if if you start looking at your situations and at your circumstances through this lens I really think that you'll see it a lot around you but, you know, 50 to 100 years ago, we we've watched the movies and we've read the articles and we've talked to our grandparents and heard the way things were back then. And, you know, back then there would be quilting circles and there would be Get togethers where everyone just kind of came together in a barn. It didn't have to be fancy. And there were going to be people, your next door neighbors were the ones without hesitation, you were going to go ask them if you needed a cup of sugar or if you had an emergency in your home. There was this community and there was this involvement in the daily activities and the daily struggles that people went through. You knew who was living next to you. You knew what they needed and you knew when they were hurting or you knew when there was a grief going, when there was grief going on or there was a death in the family, anything like that. There was this knowledge because there was constant interaction in real life and we have reached this point as a society and I believe it's, it's gotten to the point where it's just across the globe where we are engaged in a very false sense of reality. We put our very best on social media. We put our best foot forward and our best pictures forward, our best situations forward, our best stories, And we don't really get on there and say all of the daily moments. First of all, it wouldn't be feasible to type up every time your children overwhelmed you or every time your husband annoyed you or all all of these things like that. Every little bubble that you hit during the day would not be able to type it all up and put it on social media. So I'm not suggesting that we do that. But I'm talking about the difference between personal one-on-one interaction and social media relationships so now we've reached this point where really the only thing that you might know about someone is that they have really adorable children that they enjoy interior decorating and they love their lattes this might be what you know when in reality that person may be barely hanging on to their reason and their sanity just by a thread and nobody knows because nobody can see. Nobody can see this. And so I feel like that that is at the core of why we are crashing as a society. It happens with men too, but especially with women and especially with children. Because we are carrying this false sense of reality and we are holding on to these unattainable goals. These expectations that are not even reasonable. They're not even possible for us to meet. But we have these expectations for ourselves because somehow we've perceived that someone on the other side of our screen is meeting all of these expectations. And they're not. Nobody is. Nobody's meeting all of these expectations. But we've got to where we watch each other from such a distance and through such a lens of perfection that we are ashamed to show our weaknesses. We're ashamed to show that we're not okay. We're ashamed to show any deficiencies. And that was never the way we were intended to live. We were intended to have family and friends and relationships that lifted us up in those moments when we couldn't carry ourselves any further. And we were designed to have someone that knew us well enough to come behind us and shoulder the load with us. I don't think I've mentioned this situation before. I wanted to talk about it today. I began to um, spend some time with a particular group of women that had been spending a lot of time together for quite some time, for, for many years, and I began to get to meet with them once a week, and I was spending a lot of time around them. And they were all meeting together for a business purpose. But in the midst of meeting together for this purpose, they had all learned about each other and each other's families and homes and differences and heartaches and all the things they had gone through. And we were at a particular meeting. And one of the ladies came inside and she sat down and we began the meeting. And in the middle of the meeting, one of the other women looked at this lady and stopped the entire goings on of the meeting and said, something's wrong. Something's wrong. And they looked at this lady who was sitting there who didn't really feel like anything was wrong. She kind of felt like she was okay. She didn't realize what was happening. And as this woman who knew her so deeply watched her face, she could tell something wasn't right. And what was happening was her friend was having a stroke. She was beginning to have a stroke. The difference in her face was almost imperceptible to me. Almost completely. Because I did not know her. I had not built this relationship with her and watched her different expressions and watched her walk through tragedy and through triumph and heartache and moments of extreme happiness. I had not been with her through all of this, but her friend who had walked with her through all of these places was able to, in a moment, say, Something's not right. We need to do something right now. Within the span of 10 minutes, the women had gathered around her. They had called an ambulance, they had contacted her family. They had decided who was taking her, who was going to drive her vehicle. They had all of these things set up. They flew into action because they noticed that a friend, that someone that mattered to them was in a moment of crisis. Now, had she been at home alone, this would not have happened. It was her constant dedication to these people that led to this moment where they may have saved her life. She was able to recover. She was able to still have relationships with these women. She's still living a good life right now. But in that moment, because she was face to face with people who she had been vulnerable with, who she had walked through vulnerabilities on their part with, they were able to see and to respond in a way that would bring a better outcome to her life. We've gotten to the place where we don't even give anyone the opportunity to do that. Because we are so embarrassed by what we perceive as our failures that we won't even allow anyone to get close to us. We won't even allow anyone to see the cracks in our armor or to see our weaknesses day to day. Instead of having quilting circles where you sit around and you listen to the heartache or the excitement of those around you and you share your heartache and your excitement and your children play together and they see your imperfections. All of, instead of all of that happening, our interaction with the outside world is in the palm of our hand scrolling through perfection after perfection after perfection While we feel more and more inadequate, more and more isolated, and more and more determined to not let anyone see all of our failures. And so as we've built up this false reality around us, then we wonder why we start to tremble under this load and why we start to collapse. And it's because we are never going to be able to carry the weight of the expectations that we have placed on ourselves. 90% of the time in my life, no one has put those expectations there. It's been me. I have pulled in this thought. I have accepted this thought of who I am and what I'm supposed to be. And I have allowed that to weigh me down to such a point that it is unbearable and it's discouraging and it's frustrating and you feel like you're just walking around failing in everything you do because you're trying to do everything. None of us can do everything. So something that we're going to have to do if we want things to change is we're going to have to start making changes. I am not one of the people saying that I wish I would have lived a 100 years ago or anything like that. There have been moments when I'm sure I've said stuff like that, but I'm not saying we have to totally revert back to the way everything was back then. But I'm saying if we want this unbelievable rise in depression and just crashing emotionally and mentally and physically. If we want this to start turning around, we have to do something. The answer is not in more medication, although sometimes that is an answer, but the answer is not in getting skinnier or being more active in this or that, or the answer is community. The answer is relationships with those around us, real, truthful, raw, emotional relationships. And we have to be willing to lay aside the perfection that we are, we're projecting this perfection and then someone else is projecting this perfection. And this wall that's between us is something that will not come down by itself. So now we're isolated and we don't know how to get out. There's a poem that I cannot, I can't remember who wrote it and I would never be able to quote the whole whole thing. But the gist of the poem was this person was blocking themselves off from hurt They were blocking themselves off from pain and from disappointment and discouragement and worry. And then someone came into their life and wanted so badly to come through this wall. And the person on the the inside of the wall noticed that that person was wanting to come through and be their friend. And they wanted to get through this wall and be friends with this person as well. A wall that they had built. And suddenly they realized They didn't know how to tear down the wall. They hadn't built in a door or a window. They were trapped on the inside. This person was trapped on the outside, and this relationship was lost because no one could figure out how to take down the wall. If you're feeling very discouraged and overwhelmed constantly in your life, if you're feeling alone and you're feeling like you have no one in your corner, The scripture in the Bible that says that a man that has friends must show himself friendly. This is what we have to take to heart and we have to act upon. We can't just think about it, but we have to act on this. We crave friendships and relationships. We crave the understanding and the compassion and the support. We have to be willing to take the first step to start tearing down the walls. Our marriages are suffering Our children are suffering, our hearts and our minds, our emotions, our mental capacity. We are suffering in every way from boxing ourselves off and trying to walk through a false reality. I wish so bad that it was possible to click on a picture. Maybe I don't wish this, but I think I do. I wish that we could click on a picture and see the real story. See the real story behind the picture. And it's starting to kind of become a little bit more common where someone will say, this is how this looks. This is what was actually happening. But most of the time we just see the cute picture with an inspirational quote or a perfect message of some sort. But I, I told the young ladies in our church I was speaking to several weeks ago. I said, nobody tells you that that picture that they took was in the one clean corner of their room. Nobody tells you that they have that really nice dress because someone gave it to them. There are always going to be people in your life that actually do have a lot more financial ability than you do, that have a lot more freedom in their schedule. There are going to be people like that, yes. But 90% of the time, it's going to be something that is projected that is not the whole reality. And so if we could click on these pictures and see the the behind-the-scenes notes we would understand that we're not as alone as we think we are. When you step out of your box and you start to ask other women, how do you feel about this? And have you ever experienced that? And what do you do when this occurs? You will find that almost every single thing that you have ever experienced has been experienced by someone else and almost everyone else. You feel like you're the only one that has failed in this way. You feel like the only one who can't measure up in that area. And then you begin to talk to people and allow yourself to be honest and vulnerable. And you will find that there are others who have struggled just as much. I feel like there's a big reason why, that this is the big reason why, that podcasts are becoming more popular than blogs. Because a few years ago, blogs were just it. They were all the rage. That was it it was amazing and you could do outstanding you could make money as a blogger all this stuff and you can still do those things but the decline has started with the popularity of a blog versus a podcast or maybe even a youtube video the reason for that is because we are craving a more personal interaction so even though you may not be able to talk to me right now just the fact that you're hearing my voice instead of reading these words on a page makes you feel like you're having more of an a personal emotional interaction with me than just simply reading off the words having to read them in your own voice process them in your own way I'm being able to speak to you right now so in each of these areas of life we're trying to find ways to fill that void of needing that community in our homes our children need to grow up with other children. They need to grow up seeing the differences of other children, being able to be compassionate and understanding when everyone is not just like them. We need to learn to be more compassionate and more understanding. There's a reason why it's easier to be what they call a keyboard warrior on social media than it is to do that in person because We feel safe and we feel protected behind our screens, and it's easier to just be judgmental. When you have invested your time and your emotions and your energy into the life of another person, when they go through a hard time, your first reaction is not judgment. Your first reaction is compassion and understanding because you've walked with them through all of the steps that have led them to this place. Maybe they did make a horrible mistake, maybe they did something that wasn't wise, but because you've walked with them through the heartaches of their life and through the ups and downs of their life, you see what has led them to this point. So instead of just throwing them out, instead of disregarding them, you're wanting to bring them in. You want to do something to show them that you love them still and that things are not always going to be this way. When we develop relationships with those around us, we are stronger and they are stronger. Our communities are stronger and our reactions are so much better. We don't hurt people nearly as quickly when we are invested in their lives. We have to get back to a place where we are willing to shred this false reality that we've built around ourselves and embrace community with all of its messiness and all of its ups and downs, all of its problems. There are going to be interactions that are just not great. That's the way it's going to be. But the trade-off is so wonderful. We can get through those moments of things being difficult and some of the most precious friendships that I have in my life are friendships that we've had to look at each other and say, I don't agree with you. I'm not okay with this behavior and push through and try our best to salvage our relationship anyway. There have also been relationships in my life that I have invested a lot of time and a lot of energy in and they have not worked out. This is also going to happen and this is one of the Jeopardies. Of being in relationships with other humans is that they're going to make mistakes and you can't control their reaction and if the relationship is worth it to them to salvage. But with every relationship that I've gone through, anything that has ended that way or been heartbreaking, I've been able to carry lessons into the next relationship to be more compassionate, to be more understanding, to see the things that I need to do differently. Because there are things that I need to do differently. It's not always everyone else. But as a society, when we've got all of these expectations on our shoulders and all of these weights that we're carrying around all of the time, we're so exhausted with trying to keep up that when someone mentions something that we might need to work on, we do not even have the capacity to process and correct correctly. We're so worn down that our automatic response is defensiveness. Instead of us growing and becoming better because we can take this criticism and we can see in our lives how we need to do better, we're just exhausted and we don't even have the ability to make any adjustments in our life because we're barely surviving at as it is. That's because we're carrying unreasonable expectations. We're carrying the weight of too much that we were never meant to carry all alone. So we have to get to the place where, one little chip at a time, we're going to start taking down this wall of false reality and false pretense and projecting perfection and be willing to step out of that place and be vulnerable. When we do that, it's going to be painful and it's going to be awkward and scary and all of the things because it's safer to stay behind that wall. But we're going to die behind that wall. Our relationships die. We die. Inside we become more and more isolated, more and more overwhelmed, until finally we don't feel like that it's even worth the effort anymore. You'll slowly start feeling yourself not wanting to reach out ever, not wanting to go anywhere ever, and it's because you're exhausted from carrying unreasonable expectations, We need to get back to the place where we can ask someone for a cup of sugar and not feel like we failed by not having a cabinet full of sugar. We need to get to the place where we can admit to someone that we're struggling and accept help and accept constructive criticism if necessary. Because that's how we grow. That's how we become stronger. Like I said, stronger families, stronger communities, stronger people as a whole we have to get to the place where we're not carrying so many expectations that our capacity is full for change and for correction. We need to be able to not only be a shoulder for someone to lean on, but be willing to lean on a shoulder when it's offered to us as well. There are so many different things that we could do to start tearing down this wall. I I almost started to make a list, but I feel like it's different in every life. For me, one of those things is being willing to admit that I'm not okay when someone says, how are you doing? The the first response is, I'm fine. And there are some people that's always going to be my response to because they're not actually wanting to know how I'm doing. But there are people who legitimately want to know if I'm okay. And when I'm being, when I'm talking to those people, I need to be willing to say, you know, this week has been really rough and I don't really feel like that I'm okay. And be willing to accept the compassion that they want to give me. So whatever it is in your life, if you can take a tiny step towards community, towards being more vulnerable and opening yourself up to those relationships. Let's start refusing to carry around these unreasonable expectations with us and let's try to renew our capacity for interactions with other humans that, yes, they may hurt our feelings sometimes, but they may also be the ones to recognize when you're in a crisis and get you the help you need before you even know you're in a crisis. Thank y'all so much for listening. I hope you have a wonderful week. I hope you're enjoying this fall weather. It is my absolute favorite. Cannot wait for bonfires and s'mores and all the wonderful things that come with it. Have a wonderful week and do one thing this week to break down that wall of false reality that we've surrounded ourselves with. (music) Bye-bye.